and welcome to One Meal, One Workout, Episode 2, Getting Fit and Meaning It. As always, here's your host, Aaron Butler. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our second podcast. Very excited to be here again with you guys, and we are going to tackle a couple of topics today and have a special guest lined up. We're very excited about that, our first official guest on our show. And so... um, before we get going, I just want to tell Mark something funny. You know, doing this podcast, I'm kind of sequestered in a back room with my headset on, and my five-year-old, soon-to-be five-year-old son, of course, is fascinated by the whole process and is in the other room listening to the live stream right now on the other computer. And so when I told him I was recording tonight, he said, Dad, I want to be on your show. And I said, Nathaniel, you cannot be on my show. And his response was, look me right in the eye, totally serious, but Dad, I'll let you be on mine. <laughs> we had recorded a, a a YouTube video the other night called Nathaniel's Animals. First one, episode, you go to YouTube and search Nathaniel's Animals. It's N-A-T-H-A-N-A-E-L apostrophe S. Nathaniel's Animals, you can hear his first episode about the cheetah. And, uh, and so I, I got... <laughs> and there he is. He just, came, <laughs> he just came in to tell me that he heard it. Close the door, Nathaniel. Go away. Go listen on the live, live stream. There. Well, he now has officially been on the show. Exactly. He is so excited about that. So I promised him in the morning that we would record episode two about the antelope. Um, so be looking for that at a theater near you in the morning. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I mentioned last time about the pilot program <clears throat> that I'm doing and basically what it is, you know, I've been at this a little over a year and so I am still actually losing weight. I'm still approaching, approaching normal is what I'm calling it. Uh, I'm approaching average. So I've got these ideas in my head and these things that I think I figured out that's made it different for me this time than the other 20 times I've tried to lose weight, the other 40 years of my life. So I've taken some of those things. I've kind of gelled them down to some key principles and I put it out there and said, who's interested in giving me a shot to help you? This is totally experimental. And Mark, you may remember, remember from last time I said I had a, you know, 17 or 18 people yeah. respond and then winged it down to seven who said they really wanted to do it. I've actually had three who have got me back their one week food diary. I've actually talked on the phone with them, given them, you know, my steps one, two, and three that I wanted them to start with, three or four things to work on, and they are going to be part of the show over the upcoming weeks. So uh, we'll have our regular guests on, like we do today, but they'll also be on the show. They'll be able to ask our guest questions if they have questions for our guest. We'll get kind of an update on them. So hopefully, over the next several months, we'll watch them on this journey. Uh, hopefully see them have some success, find out from them what's working, what's not, what Aaron said that was idiotic, what Aaron said that proved to actually be helpful. And from them, we'll just refine this whole one meal, one workout process, kind of learning it together as we go. So I'm really looking forward to that. Next week, we've got Susan's going to be on the show with us. And um, so I'm excited about that. So Aaron, I'm curious, what's the over under on uh, worked out versus idiotic? <laughs> right now it's dead even because we ha- we don't have any results back yet. Okay. Um, I didn't have anybody <laughs> laugh to my face when I asked him to do something. So that was good. Uh, I tried to do it in bite-sized pieces. Uh, you know, I had a couple of people uh, who, who were kind of like, oh, meaning I really don't want to have to do that, but you're right. I should do that right. type thing. But uh, it was, it was good. We had a good conversation with all three of the, the people. Um, and they seemed to be very, very receptive to my ideas because my whole thing is about, making this real and approachable and something that anybody can do. And so that's one of the reasons I want to have them on the show, because these are real people going through the same thing that hopefully my listeners out there um, will be going through, you know, that 
they're the target audience and the target audience is on the show. So I'm hoping to to make it real. You know, we're not, like I said the other day, not Tony Horton doing P90X. You know, look at me in 90 days, you can look like this uh, if you start out already looking like this. And so uh, I want it to be something that, that people can apply to their own lives and uh, really be able to grab hold of and make some real progress. I've said it before, you know, the whole one meal, one workout thing is one meal at a time, one workout at a time. You put a string of healthier meals, a string of being active days together. And then a year later, you know, you're that much closer to your goal, whether for me, it's like about 150 pounds. I'm 130 plus pounds of the 150 or whether it's 30 pounds. And, you know, in a year, it's totally doable to do that, obviously. Right. So perfect time to segue into this. I'd like to introduce a, a really good friend of mine and somebody that has inspired me in being healthy over the last several years. I'd like to welcome Adam Brown to the show. Greetings. Thank you. Thank you. How's it going, Adam? How's the weather in town, uh, Texas today? It's good. I, I hope I, I want to apologize for anybody who may be listening. If, if I uh, come off maybe uh, sounding a little strange or something, I'm getting a lot of static on my end. And so I'm not hearing every word that's coming out. So Aaron, I'll, piece your questions together as best I can and try to answer them. So, but if I have to have you repeat over and over, forgive me, please. That's no problem. How about I just say, Adam, go and let you talk for 30 minutes. Without interrupting. <laughs> um, that, that, work? that could be challenging. <laughs> could be I could do it. I know I could. Uh, so <laughs> let's just start with something simple. Uh, who is Adam Brown? Just kind of give us, forget the, the, the health fitness, um, part of it right now just who are you in a in a nutshell who am i in a nutshell um boy that's i wasn't expecting that question help um, i'm in a nutshell a, <laughs> sorry let me out let me out <laughs> i can't breathe in here now i uh, i'm a 38 year old teacher uh father of two husbands um uh, just your your typical standard run of the mill teacher guy who uh who is uh kind of trying to uh trying to do the fitness thing in the midst of, of all the craziness and everything else going on in my life so how's that for a nutshell answer that was great you know and, right. and i refer to adam um secretly behind his back as the everyman <laughs> fitness guru and he didn't know i called him that maybe he did i don't know if i, I don't think i told you and what i mean yeah, by yeah. that is adam is a guy, he's 38 years old, like you said, he, he's a teacher, he's not a nutritionist, he's not a uh, certified personal trainer that I know of, he's not a physician or a, uh, you know any kind of health professional, but he's a person that I know personally that several years ago just made a decision that I want to be fit and started making some changes in his life about the way he ate and the things that he did. Um, so, you know, Adam, you were never really, you were not me. You know, you were never 400 pounds. Um, you've always been a fairly fit person. Uh, even, you know, probably at your least fit, you were still, you know, in decent shape. So what made you, and how many years ago have you really been on this journey of being fit and, and eating right and working I, out and things like that? Yeah, I have, uh, I, I guess I started kind of the journey um, about six years ago was whenever I started, six or seven years ago. Um, that was whenever I uh, made the decision to go back to school and uh, work on my my teaching degree and stuff. Was and I got going with it. 
So what was the thing that motivated you the most at that time to go from, well, first of all, let's back up. Describe, if you remember six years ago, kind of how you ate and what your activity level was pre-everyday fitness guru. Yeah. Uh, pre that, I'll tell you, I was, was pretty typical, uh, you know, grab whatever was, was handy. Um, my wife and I, uh, fortunately my wife has always been, uh, somewhat of a, a healthy person in terms of eating and cooking and stuff. And so, uh, as far as the, the square meals went, I was doing okay. It was a lot of the in-between stuff where I was, uh, hitting the vending machines too often or stopping by the gas station and, and uh, my favorite thing to snack on, I still remember so well, were these uh, Cheetos crackers. They were Chester Cheetah Cheetos crackers. And uh, I'd stop at, and at the gas station and grab a couple of those. They were like 25 cents a pack. And I'd grab a couple of those up and, and grab a soda or something and, you know, get on with wherever I was headed next. And and uh, so that, that was kind of my standard eating uh, uh, a lot of that time prior to uh, getting into the whole fitness thing was, like I say, it's a lot of convenience eating and stuff like that. Right. I've probably the you would fall right in the the square middle of the average American. Most likely. Most yeah. likely. My activity level at that time uh, was next to none. I mean, uh, my wife and I would uh, head to the tennis court for the, you know, very, uh, very rare, very seldom game of tennis or uh, we would go walking, you know, sometimes in the evenings, uh, not really um, at a level that I would even consider exercise. It was more just a, a good way for she and I to spend more time together. And uh, right. so I, I wouldn't really call it exercise, but just kind of getting out and taking a stroll. Okay. And uh, and church softball league, of course. Well, yeah, and then there was church softball and, and the occasional. And, boy, I can remember some of those softball games running around the bases and just puffing and puffing, you know, and just thinking, <laughs> okay, this is not what this was meant to be. So. Right. So now that we've established that's where you were, what, other than going back to school, what made you, what's, what clicked for you mentally to make you make the change six years ago? You know, I'll tell you, Aaron, I was, uh, I, I was in a place where I was kind of ready to, to completely kind of reinvent myself at that point where, whenever I made the decision that I was going to go back to school, it was, I, I looked at myself and, and I thought, you know, here I am. At that point, I was, I don't know, 25, 30 pounds overweight, uh, you know, working a job that I didn't enjoy. I just, I wasn't happy with any aspect of my life. And so whenever I made the decision to go back to the school or to go back to college, it was, uh, with the knowledge that, you know, they've got a gym, I can go in there, you know, a after a class and I can, can get in a little workout and I can try to take off some of this weight. And so it was very much a, a conscious decision on my part that if I'm going to do this college thing and I'm going to kind of turn things around for myself, I'm going to do it uh, the right way. You know, as a, a kid, um, I, I was always pretty healthy and pretty fit and stuff. I, I was always kind of the skinny kid who, you know, I could run a million miles and, you know, hardly hardly lose my breath and stuff and so for me uh i i missed kind of kind of being that person who you know i i had things together and, and had it all going for myself and so i just like i said kind of made the decision that you know if i'm going to do this school thing then i'm going to do it completely and i'm going to turn my, myself completely around here and so 
Um, at that point, just uh, I started going to the gym a little bit after after classes. Uh, I think at that point it was uh, my Monday, Wednesday, Friday class. You know, I just decided, well, hey, I'm going to go in and I'm going to, you know, hit the elliptical or, or get on the treadmill or something. So uh, just kind of started doing that, and and I, and I at that point um, just decided, you know, well, hey, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to going to get rid of the you know the the crazy snacks and things like that, and so started trying to eat a little bit better and. And I think like that, and before I knew it, I'd lost, you know, 10, 15 pounds uh, within a, a short period of time. And so at that point, I think that it was just kind of the encouragement of seeing something positive happening in my life. And uh, it just, it, it stuck, you know, it was just one of those things where I, I liked what I saw in the mirror and, and liked the, uh, kind of the ability to kind of turn my, my health around and everything. I'll tell you, there were uh, nights where I literally... Uh, laying in bed, stressing over tests and things, you know, and just kind of early on. And, and I can remember there literally were nights where I would lay in bed thinking, I think I'm about to have a heart attack. And, you know, I just, I, right. I was so nervous and, and so out of shape, I think, that I, I could really just get myself worked up to the point that uh, there were two or three nights that I, I remember very clearly uh, where I woke my wife up and said, you know, honey, I, I think I need to go to the hospital. I felt like I'm having a heart attack and, and I would lay there and, 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 uh, you know, just wonder and worry over, oh my gosh, what's going on inside of my body. And so, uh, yeah, that was a, a pretty big motivating factor as well was just realizing that I don't want to live my life this way. I don't want to, I don't want to be the person who, you know, lays here and has a heart attack in bed because I neglected myself, you know, neglected my body for so long. So, so. That was just kind of my short answer of how I got here. I could give you the long <laughs> version, but <laughs> well, you know, it's it's funny because I think I think you, in some ways, were approaching. Uh, you know, you were you were married. You were trying to make plans for your future, and you were looking. And similar to me, you were looking at uh, my health. Is if I if I'm not healthy, I can't do any of the things that I want to do. I can't have time with my family. I can't go to school. I can't be successful in a career. I can't. I have a family and live to see them graduate from high school and live, live to see, live to see my grandkids. You, know, you were exactly, kind of yeah. in some ways being confronted with your own mortality. Cause you weren't, you weren't that invulnerable 21 year old anymore. Exactly. Yeah. That's just, it was, you know, that there was a, that was another big motivation for me was realizing that, you know, when I'm done with this school thing, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be ready to start the family and before you know it, I'm going to have a, a three-year-old, a four-year-old run around the house that I'm going to have to try to keep up with. Uh, and, I know that feeling. You know, I, yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you, you know, I just have always uh, wanted to be a, a good example to my kids and always wanted to be a role model to my son. And so that was a really big motivation for me as well, was just realizing that I don't want to grow up and, and be a big fat blob who sits around on the couch eating Cheetos crackers all day, you know, in front of my son while he sits and, and does the same and plays video games, you know. And so I, I right. want – it's always been a thing for me of, man, I want to be the best father that I can be. And that means, you know, getting up out of, off the couch and, and getting out and working out and exercising and, and being the best I can. So that's Adam, definitely a big – If I can interrupt you for a second, I, I want to pursue that thought a little bit. Um, often, I'm, Oftentimes people think – of health and fitness as as a personal thing, right? It, it's even the books are even in the self help section of the bookstore. What you just described, though, and what Aaron has described in the, in the past is it's really more about other people than it is about yourself. Uh, absolutely. Uh, expound on that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, 
it of course always starts as, uh, you know, this is something that I want to do for myself. You know, like I said, for me, uh, I can remember being a, a kid, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old and picking up the muscle magazines and stuff and just dreaming, you know, that, oh, I'd love to, you know, be one of those guys with the big muscles and this and that and this and that. And, and of course, once I started to, to come of the age where I could actually do that stuff, well, you know, it's right in the, the of, of, you know, life starting to happen. And so I, I quickly lost sight of that. But then um, as I went back to college and, like I say, started the turnaround, it very much became a, a, a personal thing for me where I looked at it in terms of remembering those old magazines and remembering, you know, the guys in the pictures and thinking, I, I want to look like one of those guys. You know, I'd love to, to be built like that guy and everything. And so, yeah, it started out as, as something I wanted to do for myself. But then as I got into it and I realized how valuable it it, it, it started out as kind of an outer appearance thing for me, but it very quickly uh, evolved into realizing what's going on inside of my body uh, as far as my heart becoming strengthened and, and just gaining endurance and being able to do things more. It, that's when it started to occur to me that, you know, this is what I'm doing is I, I'm building on Jeffy for myself here, you know, and then just, uh, I'll tell you, things that you, you really kind of gain a new perspective whenever you get outside of yourself and, and realize that it's not just about some outer appearance, you know, some goal that you set for yourself as far as here's how I want to look, but you start to realize that, you know, this doesn't just affect my life, this also affects my, my children's lives and my grandchildren. You know, and they're all very, uh, very much motivating factors for me. Uh, you know, I, I want to live to to get to enjoy life with my my kids, but also with my grandkids, and I want to see them grow and get older. And so, it's very much a, a thing where, uh, you know, I, I'm motivated by that, and I hope that other people would be motivated by that as well. That it's not about what you look like in clothes or, or in a bathing suit or whatever, but it, it's about how does this affect. Uh, my longevity, how does this affect my life down the road, and, and what is this going to mean for me? You know, like I say, with my kids, you know, I, I know my son's going to want to play baseball and soccer and things, and I want to be able to get out and do those things with him. Uh, but then also, I'll tell you, I, I dream of the day that I'm old enough to have grandkids, and, you know, I, I want to be able to be that grandfather who can also get out there with my grandkids and do that stuff and enjoy it with them as well. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a big motivator for me. Well, you know, I told – all my test pilots, that's what I call the people in my pilot program, told all three of them, and I think I even mentioned it on the show last week maybe, uh, the whole one mil one workout, the way I approach the workout part of it is, like Mark was just saying, you were saying, Adam, when I get up in the morning, I don't say, eh, I don't want to go to work today, I'm tired. And yeah. I, that's why I, I really try to approach my workouts that same way, because I can't just not go to work, that's how I take care of my family. And so exactly. I, I don't want to go work out today. I'm tired. I, I can't just not go work out because that's, that's the way I take care of my family. Cause it, going forward, you know, it's important for me to be healthy, to be able to uh, provide for my family and spend time with them and not just from a financial aspect, but a moral, ethical, spiritual um, aspect too, that there's a role in my kids' lives that my wife's life that, that nobody else can really fulfill. And it's one of my duties as a husband to fulfill it. So absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, it's it is. It's a, it's something you have to dedicate yourself to. And, and I like the way you you say that, Aaron. That it, it's just as important as your job is because, I mean, let's face it. We get one shot with this body, you know, and and you either yeah. you make it or you break it, you know. And and mm -hmm. I think that's a, a great approach and one that I encourage everybody to consider. You know, that 
don't make working out an optional thing for your for your everyday life and and, and make it something that you have to do just like you say Aaron. you know i have to get up and go to work every day you know make make yeah. your workout the same way you know and it doesn't have to be you know in the morning or anything but find that time in your day and i'll tell you i, I remember uh my wife leah and i we uh we joined the gym a few years ago and uh i still remember sitting with uh with the the gal who was uh trying to get us signed up and everything and i remember her pointing out and i i truly had never uh thought of it as such a, a kind of a serious thing for me, you know, working out was always something that I, I just enjoyed to do and, and, and liked to do and wanted to do. Uh, but the way she put it was, you know, you owe it to yourself as a, as a person to, to dedicate that hour or so of your life every day to, to being fit and to working out and exercising and do what you want to do, but you owe it to yourself. And, and uh, those words really stuck with me and have stuck with me all this time because that's so true. You owe it to yourself to do that. And I don't mean that like, you know, you should spoil yourself, but I mean, you truly owe it to yourself to, to get up and exercise and to work out, you know, do your thing with that thing where you're getting that exercise because without it, you know, let's face it, it's, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna affect a lot of people's lives, you know, and, and that's how I always try to look at it is my workouts aren't just affecting me, but they're affecting everybody that I know and love. Because mm-hmm. if I don't do it, that's going to take time away from from those people that I love and I enjoy being with, you know. So yeah, like I said, Adam, you've you've motivated me by your by your uh, stick toitiveness. That's why that's why I named this episode "Getting Fit and Meaning It." You know, it's a, it's a real life yeah. change you've made. So since we're talking about working out, again, in a nutshell, pick pick the type of nut you prefer. Um, tell us about <laughs> what kind of workout you do. One of the things that I, uh, I a spouse here on one mill one workout is I really don't care what kind of activity you do. I don't care if you run, walk, Zumba, turbo, P90X, swim, uh, bobsled, mountain climb. I don't really care as long as you do something to be active. What is your activity of choice? And you don't have to tell us I do seven reps of this or 12 reps of that, but just kind of give us the, the broad picture of what you do and how often you do it. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I, I tend to uh, change my workouts up regularly just, uh, uh, for one thing, out of sheer boredom, you know, just trying not to not to get bored and stagnant with with doing the same thing. But uh, my my favorite um, is just to work at workout, of course, is to lift weights. Um, I enjoy lifting weights. You know, I I, I I have always been and always will be. I'm, I've had to learn and, and kind of deal with a skinny guy, and uh, but I, I still enjoy Poor getting thing. out and lifting weights and, <laughs> and always working on trying to. Uh, you know, always trying to up the numbers that I'm I'm lifting and things like that. You know, that's always a big motivator for me. And so I like to work out. So usually, uh, my my uh, lifting weights usually takes I don't know 45, 50 minutes or so. Um, and then there after that, I'll, I'll hop on the uh, treadmill. I, we got a treadmill um, a couple of years ago now, and uh, put in you know 20, 25 minutes. Um, for the last few months, I've actually been doing. Uh, for my cardio part, I've been doing HIT, um, high intensity interval training, and mm-hmm. really enjoy that because it's 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 just a, it's for me it's more um, it's more of an active type workout. You know, for a long time I, w- I would just hop on and you know set it to you know six and a half seven miles per hour and you know take off jogging and and kind of mindlessly jog, which I, I enjoy that sometimes. You know, but also. Or, or, but from that, I just I kind of started to get bored, and my my cardio started to get a little stagnant, and so uh, I kind of got to looking into the hit thing, 
and yep. I have ended up doing that and actually really enjoyed the the uh, high intensity stuff you know it's it's you you'd run fast for a little bit and then you'd slow it down and and right. I really enjoyed that just because it's next thing you know you know you've you've been on there for thirty minutes and you're done, and it's like wow, that was a, a quick workout where Sometimes with the the steady state, you know, it, it just gets kind of mindless, and and you kind of start to watch the clock a little too much, or, or at least yeah. I would. So, but uh, anyway, that's my my standard workout day. Uh, typically, uh, trying to get out. Uh, I actually work out in my garage here. I've got a a uh, gym that I've kind of built out of our garage. My wife is super sweet. It's allowed me to take the garage over. She has no parking place in the garage, but I, I've got a great little gym here at home. So. Uh, anyway, try to get out there uh, definitely at least the very least five days a week. Uh, like I say, it, it changes up uh, often, but typically I'm out there, you know, five, six days a week. Um, you know, I, I usually will try to give myself a day off every oh, four or five days just to rest up and recoup and all that stuff. So that, that's, like I say, kind of my, my standard workout, though, is... Right. About 40 minutes of weight training and then put another good 30 of, of uh, cardio. Well, quick funny story about high-intensity interval training. The first time I tried it, I downloaded a little app for my phone that will, you know, blow a whistle, tweet, and when you're supposed to do your, <laughs> your strenuous exercise, then tweet, 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 when you're supposed to rest again. And I did some research, and there was a bunch of different programs you could do. So I did a 20-second a, a um, easy, 10-second hard. And I thought this is going to be fun. So I I jogged down the sidewalk down to the neighborhood where I normally go started on my running and walking and stuff. And I turned on my application and it went tweet. And I took off running as fast as I could run for 10 seconds. Tweet, tweet, tweet. And I slowed down. I was like, oh, that was easy. Man, I could just tweet. Oh, time to go again. Here I go again. Man, that wasn't very much time at all to to rest. So, you know, what seemed like a long, a very short strenuous (laughs) exercise and a long rest, they suddenly started slowly flipping. Like this strenuous part seemed to get longer and longer and the resting got smaller and smaller. So after about six of those 30 second, 30 second intervals um, cycles, I was just dying and it was December and and the streets were icy and (laughs) my legs were getting so fatigued. I was just like flopping around like a fish out of water. I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk calmly back to the house and try not to fall down and break something. Uh, you know, that would be a great story about how, how intense my workout was. My workout was so intense. I broke my leg, you know, that's the kind of thing you don't want to tell. So, so you're, you're, you do a combination of weight training and some cardio, obviously. Um, and that's, that's what you prefer and that's why you do it. So tell us now the opposite side, you know, one meal, one workout. We talked about the workout. So now tell us about the meal. Do you do a, a varied diet or a simple diet? Do you, find that it's expensive to eat healthier do you do any kind of supplements and again just you know we hopefully going to have a diverse audience probably some people that are into lifting weights and would know what creatinine is and some people who don't even know what a gnc is you know so just kind of sure broad picture of it yeah well first of all just to kind of add to what you were just saying aaron in terms of uh, the weight training part i don't know if you you were planning on covering it or not but I, i want to kind of dispel the myth uh, that so many, uh, typically women have this myth that if I lift weights, I'm going to get big muscles. And please realize that that couldn't be further from the truth. As far as the lifting weights thing, I, I like I said a while ago, uh, I've always dreamed of being the guy with the big muscles. And I have worked and worked and worked out. I have eaten tons of food, and I still don't have the big muscles. Like, 
guys in the magazine that I always wanted to look like. And so you have to be so extremely purposeful in everything that you're doing in order to become the person with the big muscles uh, that you, I mean, it, it, it just, it takes an incredible amount of, of eating and food um, so what alone what, to be able to become the big I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. So what you're saying is, what you're saying is the the average woman who takes up lightweight training four days a week doesn't have to worry a bit about bulking up. Exactly. That was was where I was headed with that. With that was, if I encourage people to weight train because it, it's not the kind of thing where if I if I train with weights I'm going to get big muscles. What happens is whenever you train uh, with weights, you're actually breaking down muscles in your body. And your body is going to use up energy in order to, to rebuild those muscles that you've broken down. And so it's an awesome thing because what happens is your body, in order for, to get that energy, is going to burn up food that you're taking in in order to rebuild your muscles. And so in order to build muscles bigger, you have to eat tons and tons of food where your body's going to get the energy that it needs for the, to build the muscles, but it also is, is going to need more food in order to actually build those muscles bigger. And so I, I want to encourage um, everybody that if, if weight loss is a goal of yours, add weightlifting to your to your daily regimen, you know, just uh, and it doesn't have to be go to the gym. I mean, it can be as simple as uh, use an exercise band or, or grab yourself uh, a couple of uh, or a pair of uh, adjustable uh, dumbbells and just do some stuff at home. But I, I'm a firm believer in, in the weight training thing. And... Um, Anyway, just uh, uh, forgive me for going off on a rabbit trail, but I wanted to throw that in there. Uh, You're again, guess, I, I think that a lot of a lot of newbies tend to, to lose sight of that, and they think, "Oh, I don't want to get I don't want to get muscles and stuff, so I'm going to stay away from the weight." Please realize, weight are going to help you to lose weight, and they're going to help you to shape up much more quickly than if you're just doing exercise. So, um, I've got a dear friend, and I'm not going to not going to tell on him here, but. Uh, he has talked and talked and talked with me about wanting to lose weight for years. He's always done it through dieting and, and through, you know, just cutting out meals and stuff. And I've always tried to encourage him that, you know, you've got to eat in order to do that. And so I, I've built programs for him with, with some weight training and some cardio. And he, he always has, has come around to, well, you know, I, I just don't have time to get to the gym. And his philosophy is by cutting out those meals and by dieting, that he's going to lose the weight he wants and, and he's going to, you know, he's going to look better, which, you know, may be true. But you've got to realize that if, if dieting alone is the only route you're going, and I've always told him this, if dieting is the only route you're going to go and cutting out milk, you're just going to be a smaller, fat, out-of-shape person. You're not actually <laughs> going, to, going to build your body and build longevity in yourself without the exercise part and without the, uh, the working out and things like that. So... Uh, anyway, I'd like to say, I apologize for the rabbit trail there, but I really want people to know how important I, I feel like the weight training part is because it really is a, a big part of it. But back to your well, question that you asked 10 minutes ago before I started before all you, that. Before you go on, though, I, I just uh, want to say two things. One, you're the guest, so you're free to rabbit trail at your leisure. Um, two, um, <laughs> you can't edit. Exactly, yeah, exactly. We can, we'll, we'll go back and cut that whole section out. Mark, can you make a note? <laughs> Remove yes. the whole rabbit trail. Already done. Okay. <laughs> and the thing that um, I want to say is, you know, I didn't name this whole thing one meal, two meal, uh, because even even if you don't do the weight training, you've got to, there are untold benefits um, to being active beyond just getting uh, smaller and skinnier from eating less. 
yes, you can get less fat on your body to a certain point by decreasing your calorie intake, but that doesn't give you any cardiovascular benefits, any muscular benefits. I read a study the other day now that they say that exercise actually can help, if I remember correctly, uh, which is funny that I'm saying that, it can help uh, adult onset senility. It can actually help you be more mentally acute longer in life by being physically active. So it's not just cardiovascular, um, but it also is mental. It actually helps your brain work better too. So yeah, you can't yeah. just you can't just not eat as much because you're going to be a skinnier, out of shape person. Aaron, can I can I add a little color there? Justify sure. my existence here on the show, um, Mark. Please, I can think of two examples of of exactly what you're talking about. We all know um, some guy who is just perpetually skinny um, and who's uh, who's not healthy, right? He's probably a chain smoker, often a a geek, you know. And this is a guy who is thin. He's not overweight, but he can't run 15 feet without wheezing. You know, yep. um, thin doesn't yeah. necessarily mean healthy. And then we've all seen um, NFL linemen who look like they're just giant tubs of lard, but could knock your head yeah. off with one fist. You know, these guys are fat, but they're strong. So you can be both. You can be fat and muscular and you can be thin and and out of uh, out of shape. And, yeah. you know, it's a it's a trick to be both. You know, to, to find that balance between, uh, not overweight, you know, any, any, anybody would look at those NFL linemen and call them overweight, right? But they're not unfit. So there's, there's, it's a, there's a whole, um, of spectrum there and you got to find where you fit on it. Well, I was in high school, I would say, and my first couple of years of college, you know, we talked about last week about me working on the farm. I was a fat fit person then. I was, you know, carrying an extra 30, 40 pounds around probably, but I worked hard physically all the time, you know, yeah. could work all day long, very strong, very fit, had no problem going from daylight to dark, physically laboring outside in the heat. But then when I got to college and started going to summer school, I just sat around my rear and I lost that fitness and put more fat on top of the other fat that I had. And that's when it escalated out of control. So yeah, you know, my goal for me personally is to be thinner in the sense of less fat that I'm carrying around just because I don't need to carry it around and it's bad for you physically and also cardiovascularly and muscularly, muscularly fit. So, okay. Yeah. We've circled back around the wagons. Adam, diet, go now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, diet stuff. Um, I, I tend to uh, uh, kind of fluctuate depending on my, my own personal goals and things like that. And of course, here I am again uh, coming from more of a uh, weightlifters uh, perspective with the, the diet thing, I tend to uh, kind of fluctuate between uh, uh, doing a, a higher uh, carb uh, type diet where, where I'm doing, um, of course, high protein, but also upping the carbs and things, but then also uh, fluctuating. Like here recently, I've been doing a, a very low carb diet. Uh, we're getting ready to go on vacation to the beach. And so, of course, I'll be in my, my bathing suit and stuff. And so uh, I've been trying to cut the carbs out. Um, just because it, it, trying to take off the, any extra weight uh, that I may have put on uh, while carb loading and stuff like that. And so, again, my, my diet tends to kind of fluctuate depending on goals and things like that, but it's kind of a standard day's diet for me, uh, starting off with uh, breakfast, typically being um, eggs of some sort. 
Um, I tend to prefer uh, scrambled eggs, and so I do uh, three or four scrambled eggs, which, again, you know, with, with my goals, um, it's just kind of a bunch, but I would say it's a standard person. You start out with, you know, two or three eggs in, in the morning. Um, I'll, I'll usually have some oatmeal with that, um, and then uh, from there do a mid-morning snack. Um, oftentimes it'll be a protein shake, um, an apple, uh, maybe a few almonds and things like that, just to get a little bit of healthy fat in my diet. Um, once again, these days, um, some type of a lean protein, you know, be it sirloin steak or a, a lean uh, hamburger patty, um, along with kind of a, a salad of some type. Um, and I'll tell you that the, the salad is where a lot of a lot of people tend to miss it too. I, I know that everybody uh, tends to instantly, whenever they want to lose weight, they go to the salad and things like that. And so, uh, but I want to uh, point out to, to folks that. If you're doing a salad, be really, really careful with that because before you know it, the salad can become just as dangerous as a, a big cheeseburger or something because a lot of people want to load it up some type of a salad dressing. And so, uh, so you're telling me that. To, to, so, you're, so you're telling me that my ahead. my blue cheese salad with ranch dressing <laughs> on it, with olives, calamari olives, green olives, black olives, cheddar cheese. And a side order of ranch dressing is not good for me. It says salad right there in the name of it. Exactly. You know, you're eating lettuce and, and a couple of tomatoes and stuff, and you know you should be losing. But yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> all the uh, the dressings and everything that come along with that just uh, add a whole lot of empty calories to your salad. So, like I say, you can very quickly uh, ramp a salad up from you know 100 calories up to you know almost a thousand calories just by loading it up with, with wrong stuff on it. You put a bunch of cheese on it, uh, a bunch of ranch dressing or blue cheese or something like that. And, and suddenly you've got a billion calories. So what I tend to use is, is, is I use uh, maybe two teaspoons or two tablespoons um, of it's a sun-dried tomato uh, vinaigrette is what it is. And it's, it's excellent loaded with flavors and stuff. I think it's a, a craft dressing is what it is. I have that for dinner salad. tonight. That what? was on my salad. That was on my salad at dinner tonight. That very well. Dressing. There you go. That's and good stuff, our, isn't it? Our friend Tiffany said, "Man, this dressing's good." Yeah, good. Yeah, a couple of tablespoons of that on your salad. You know, it's it's pretty low calorie and everything, very flavorful and stuff. But uh, so anyway, that that would be my my typical lunch. Like I say, a good lean protein, several ounces for me of a good lean protein, and then a, a salad or something like that, or, or sometimes I'll. Um, instead of a salad, do an apple or do some pineapple or something like that. So fruits and vegetables are, are where people tend to, to really go wrong. I mean, I can't tell you just the, the benefits upon benefits from eating salad or vegetables and fruits and things like that on a daily basis, multiple uh, servings of it, you know. Um, again, later in the afternoon, I do a snack. My snack today was um, I had a uh, fat-free yogurt. Um, and then uh, three ounces of uh, beef jerky. I'm kind of a fan of beef jerky, so it's a good, good lean protein snack. Throw it up real quick around the kids and things like that. Um, dinner tonight is going to be a. Uh, got a. I made some sirloin uh, hamburger patties earlier. Um, low fat, um, good lean, good lean protein source. Um, I'll do that. Um, got some lettuce. I'll build kind of a, a lettuce burger type thing. Don't do the buns. Again, try to cut the carbs out, um, especially in the evening time. Uh, cut the carbs out and uh, try to do that for dinner. Uh, maybe have an apple with it or something like that. And then uh, before bed, 
Um, I'll have a snack of um, a cup of cottage cheese and just a, a small handful of uh, blueberries there and then, just give it some flavor and stuff. And so, um, so that's my pretty typical, pretty typical of a, a day's diet for me. Um, a lot of people, you know, would probably get bored with it and stuff. But you know, one thing that I, I want to encourage anybody who may be listening, Aaron, is, is always remember that food was never intended to to be for pleasure. Uh, a lot of people tend to they only want to eat things that taste good, and they only want to eat things that, you know, oh, well, I, you know, I like hamburgers, and so they tend to want to overdo it with that. Remember that food was never intended to be uh, a thing that, that was, was intended for pleasure. Food is strictly fuel for your body, and, and I want to encourage the listeners to always remember that. Whatever you're putting in your body, you need to consider it like full. It's just like gasoline putting in your, when you put it in your car. You've got to fuel your body in order to, to, to help it to do the things that it's going to do. And so always take into to account what kind of fuel am I putting in my, in my body right now. And, and again, lean proteins are a great, uh, a great source of fuel. Um, so always be mindful of what am I putting into my body and how is it going to help me get to my next meal? What, what am I going to be doing between now and the next time that I move and how is to help fuel me in order to do what I'm about to do. So, well, you know, if, if uh, I think what Adam is saying, Mark, is you can eat a lot if you're willing to work out a lot. I know he's not saying that directly, but you know, there's people out there <laughs> I know who love to eat and they do enjoy food. And I know Adam, you're not saying you don't enjoy food and we shouldn't enjoy food. You're saying you can't you can't justify eating badly and poorly and too much just because you like it. Otherwise. You, that's the excuse for everything. And I, well, I did that cause I like it. Well, you can't just necessarily, that's not a justification to do anything you want anytime you want, but Absolutely. it is a fuel, it is fuel for your body. But you know, if you're working out like Adam's saying, he's working out, you know, heavyweights, um, 45 minutes, cardio, 20, 30 minutes, five plus times a week, you can eat a lot and still be trim. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. the, I have a friend who, who we call Barney because he looks like Barney Fife from the Andy Taylor uh, show. Um, and he's a marathon runner, right? And uh, the guy never stops eating. Um, but he runs, you know, 20 miles a day as part of his, uh, routine. So, yeah, uh, yeah. and one time I asked him about that and, uh, he says, you know, that's kind of one of the reasons I run is so I can eat whatever I want anytime I want. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm aware of that for me personally, when I go to the refrigerator, like after I get back from running, I go to the refrigerator and open it up You get a snack and I see, like I mentioned before, pickles, one of my favorite snacks, or I see yogurt, which is good, or I see pudding. Well, I just went out and ran and, and worked hard and tried to reach my <laughs> fitness goals and I'm, I could eat this pudding and it would taste good, but boy, the cost of that, of eating that pudding time-wise and, and, and reaching my goals is, is tough. And so... You know, I'm I'm believing that my activity level and my way I'm eating is going to take me to where I want to be. And I'll I would love to find out that I actually need to start eating a little more as I reach my goal weight. That'd be, that'd be a great thing to discover, you know. So if I want to eat a little more, I just need to work out a little harder, you know. So um, kind of taking this all the way now, we talked about where you were, where you are, what you do. Now, it's been six years. I'm assuming six years from now. Um, when we do the 1,000th broadcast of One Meal, One Workout live uh, from the, on the Jumbotron at Times Square, um, that you're still going to be doing what you're doing. So what 
going forward, and we already talked about it quite a bit about motivation, but I've, I've got this in my show notes, so I'm required to talk about it. Um, what, what, what do you, what on an ongoing basis, do you look forward to working out every day or is there something you motivate yourself with each day? Or is it your goals of how much weight you're trying to lift or like you're talking about getting a little trimmer before you go to the beach or what is it? Just kind of hit that topic for a minute, Adam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, again, my goals tend to fluctuate, you know, like you say, depending on uh, kind of what I've got coming up and stuff like that. You know, a lot of times uh, wintertime, you know, I'm wearing big bulky clothes and things like that. I can get away with carrying, you know, a, a few extra pounds that, that maybe I don't have uh, trying to put on muscle, you know, in order to try to build muscle, you've got to eat and eat and eat. And so uh, that's easy to do in the wintertime because people aren't going to see me with my shirt off or anything. And so, like I say, if I'm carrying <laughs> a, a few extra pounds, it's not a big deal. So it just kind of depends on, on what goals I'm going for, whether it's trying to put on more muscle or, or trying to trim up like I am, you know, these days. Uh, in order to, to plan for a, a beach uh, trip and things like that. And so, uh, but my, my biggest uh, goal absolutely is just to, to continue to be as healthy as I can. And, and, and that's another thing is even whenever I'm, I'm trying to put on some extra muscle, it, it, I never let myself get too crazy with that whole thing. You know, I mean, as far as I don't, I see bodybuilder guys who, who they get really carried away with it. Next thing you know, they look like a big, you know, a, a, just a big, huge, you know, fat guy. And the next thing you know, they trim it off and then voila, there's a big bodybuilder guy. So I, I never, I never get to that point because that, that to me is just completely unhealthy to do that. So you're and, not, you're and not, so, you're not but, hyping up on the roids? Do what? You're not, you're not, I said you're not hyping up on the roids then? You're not a... Well, not, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've never, I've never been that stupid. So <laughs> that's, that's a whole different story there. So, right, but yeah. no, I, uh, no, for me, it's, it's very much a, a motivation. Uh, just always knowing that I'm going to be able to keep up with my son. He's, my son's about to turn four and, uh, most likely one of these days he's going to be bigger than I am. And so I, I I'm trying to stay one step ahead of him while he's small. <laughs> Right. So that he's always kind of got a, a fear of me, you know. I want to try exactly. to try to try to keep that healthy, you know, fear of oh, dad, you know, blah blah blah. So, uh, yeah, that that tends to be though for me a big motivator is just knowing that my son uh, is going to be getting you know into sports and things like that. I hope I'm crossing my fingers, and uh, you know, just wanting to make sure that I I'm in a in good shape for him and and can you get know, out dancers, and run around and, and have a good time with him. Dancers are athletes too, Adam. So if he, he goes that route or maybe figure skater, um, golfer, I don't know. I, I'm sure he'll be athletic. Yeah. I know you, you're yeah. an athletic guy and you're, and I, I hope so. I, you know, you, I'll tell you my, my biggest dream uh, for my son is, is just knowing that he's going to grow up doing what he wants to do. And, and hopefully, uh, seeing dad getting out and, and exercising and stuff will motivate him. And, and hopefully he'll never have to be that fat guy who goes back to school at 30 years old and, Right. Besides the turn of life around, you know. Well, we live so, about we live about two miles from Kennesaw Mountain, is what it's called, and it's about a twelve hundred foot peak. Um, it's about twelve hundred foot climb, I believe. It's pretty steep. Um, our friends that are here in town, and my wife and my five year old, almost five year old son, this morning while I went to work, they went and hiked up the mountain. And Cheryl cool. texted me about ten o'clock and said Nathaniel made it all the way by himself. And so. <laughs> He's, he's growing crazy. to like hiking and he's starting to enjoy it. And 
he likes to kind of challenge himself physically. You know, he, he went the other morning uh, at six o'clock in the morning and ran a mile with Cheryl. And so wow. he's, uh, he's starting to kind of take hold of that a little bit. I can run, this is fun. And I can, you know, yeah. exercise and get that little adrenaline rush. And so it's, it's, it's so true. Cause a year ago, you know, for me to go outside and play catch with him was work for me physically. Sure. Absolutely. Well, Adam, you know, I, I really appreciate your time and, and taking your time to share with us. Um, I would like you to take, if you can, if I know we've talked about a lot of stuff already, if you can give us one little tip about either some kind of exercise that's good to do or a way to get motivated to exercise or a resource for exercising. And then one little diet tip. I mean, you've already given us a lot of great stuff like this about the salad, warning us about the salad dressings and um, you know, the, the hit, the hit, the higher intensity interval training, you've already given us a bunch of stuff, but if, if, uh, somebody was to say, well, what did, what did that guy, Adam talk about? What did you take away from it? What two things, one meal, what meal workout, those two components, would you want somebody to take away from this? Wow. Um, I would say in, in terms of diet, remember that, that in most cases, I, I, I tend to try to live uh, my diet plan by a couple of, of different things. Uh, the first thing is, is eat breakfast like a, like a king, eat lunch like a prince, and eat dinner like a pauper, where you've got to realize that at the beginning of the day, you've, you've just slept for, you know, hopefully seven, eight, nine good hours of sleep. And your body has gone without any food for, for that number of hours. Your body is ready and it needs energy and it's need a lot of energy because you've got a whole day of work ahead of you, uh, depending on, on what you do, you know, for work, you know, for, for some people, it's going to need, you know, tons of energy, but for everybody, it's going to need energy. So, again, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper, where you're realizing that at the beginning of the day, you're going to have to get through the day. And so, eat those three square meals, but also throw a snack in there. Throw a snack in in the morning between breakfast and lunch. Uh, grab yourself some, some almonds. Uh, have an apple or something. Put some type of food in your body because going from, say, 7 o'clock in the morning until noon at lunchtime, that's five hours that your body is going without food. So it's it's important to, as far as for, for keeping your metabolism even out and leveled out, it's really right. important to, to eat a good breakfast when you get up in the morning, but then go ahead and give yourself a snack uh, later that day. And, and what that's going to do is that's going to keep you at lunchtime from gorging on, you know, a, a, a ton of food. It's, it's going to help yep. you to kind of regulate your 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 uh, your cravings and things like that. And, and it's going to keep you from, from going crazy at lunchtime. Uh, and go ahead and eat a good lunch and then have a good snack in the afternoon. You know, again, uh, some, some yogurt, uh, some, you know, almonds, things like that. Um, good. Not too many almonds. Choices. Do I? <laughs> gotta watch, not too many almonds. You gotta watch those, uh, nuts. They're calorie <laughs> dense. It's easy exactly, to grab that, yeah. that big double yeah, handful nuts, of almonds. Yeah. This is healthy fat. Yeah. 4,000 calories, <laughs> exactly. but it's healthy. <laughs> yeah. I've just sat here and, and add five ounces of almonds. Uh, yeah. That's probably not a good choice because almonds do have, uh, they're, they're, they're more calories. What is it? Nine, uh, nine grams of, uh, of calorie uh, or nine calories per almond or something like that. It's, it's something well yeah. beyond uh, any other thing. But almonds are a good a good snack choice they as long good. as you're, you're only eating a small handful. Um, and, and then remember that at dinner time, 
you're going to eat dinner, and then next thing you know, you're going to be going to bed. So you don't need a lot of energy at that point. So so keep it to a good lean protein and, and have yourself a vegetable and, and skip the baked potato and, and skip the breads and things like that at dinner time. Um, and then go ahead and have a just a very light snack before you go to bed. You know, have a, a you know a glass of milk and I don't know, you know, as even a small salad or something like that it wouldn't be a, a bad choice before you go to bed. So remember that food can be your friend as long as again breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, dinner like a pauper, uh, and, and keep those things in mind. Again, that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about energy and your body needing energy. Think about what you're going to be doing in the next few hours before you, you consume that meal. Um, as far as exercise goes, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Aaron, that movement uh, is, is your best friend. You know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like I say, for me, I, I love to get out and, and lift weights and, and things like that and then do some cardio. But, but for you, it may be getting out and jogging or it may be doing, you know, high-intensity in, intensity interval training where you're doing short bursts of high intensity coupled with, with a lower, uh, you know, walking or a slow jog and stuff, you know, find whatever it is that works for you that, that is helping you to, to lose the extra weight that you may be carrying. But, but more importantly, that's giving you that cardiovascular exercise that you need and, right. and always be motivated to, to do the things that, that, that it is that you enjoy doing, you know, always, I'll tell you, I, I, even for me, like I say, my gym uh, that I, I go to is right outside my garage, but sometimes the longest walk for me in the world is walking out of my garage door into my garage, you know, it, it, for everybody, you know, like I say, I've been doing this for, for, you know, six plus years now, and it's still hard for me sometimes to, to just go outside into my garage and get my workout in, and so find find that thing that motivates you to, to do it, you know, like I say, for me, it's the knowledge of knowing that, that you know, I, I want to be an example for my son, and I also want to be able to keep up with my son uh, <laughs> whenever he's, he's doing whatever it is that he's doing. You know, find a thing that motivates you, though. I mean, if it's if it's a picture of somebody that you, you know, you want to emulate or something, you know, cut out a picture of that person from a magazine or print it out on the computer or something and, and tape it up, you know, put it up somewhere so that it's a motivator, you know. Uh, I remember one time that I, you know, I had kind of the ideal, you know, body image uh, that I kind of had in mind for myself. And I I took a picture and I just cut it out and taped it up in the bathroom, you know. And and every time I I would get out of the shower, uh, you know, I would see that picture and then I'd see myself in the mirror and think, well, you know, I've still got to do this or I've still got to do that to try to look like that person, you know. And so, like I say, whatever it is that motivates you, you know, it's just figure it out, find that thing, and let that continue to motivate you. And whenever that stops motivating you to move, find something else that motivates you. Or, or if you get bored with a routine, like I say, I, I really like to switch my routines up a lot because it keeps me from getting bored with any one thing. You know, right. so so maybe, you know, switch it up every week or every two weeks. You know, maybe it's a jogging steady state, you know, for 30 minutes for one week. Uh, and then the next week, try doing some hit, or try, you know, try working out with weights or, uh, you know, whatever it is, just make sure that you're doing something for at least 30 minutes a day and, and voila, you know, you're good to go. Great. Well, Adam, I really appreciate your time. And uh, like I said, you've been a motivation to me over the uh, last year, years, actually, you know, watching you and um, your faithfulness to, to being fit. And you've encouraged me a lot of times over the last year as you've seen 
stuff I put on Facebook. You've been really faithful to encourage me, and I really appreciate it. So, um, what I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to wrap up the show here with a couple of tips of my own and talk a little bit about next week. You're welcome to to stay on with us, and if you think of something else you want to jump in there and say or 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 comment, that would be great. And if anybody has a question for Adam or uh, some feedback for Adam or anything, um, feel free to email me uh, and I will pass it on to him. That way we're not giving his um, his personal email Absolutely. address out to the multitudes of thousands of listeners that we have. Uh, <laughs> hypothetical. Uh, and um, But maybe one day because people tend to go back and listen to the podcast once they find one they like. So we never know how many this may may not make it to listen to one day. So for me, yeah. Uh, I got a couple of tips I want to throw in there. One is, and Adam touched on it, how important snacking is. Um, I My goal is, and this sounds funny for somebody who just lost 130 pounds. My goal for the last year has been to never be hungry. I purposely try to eat that morning snack, eat that afternoon snack, and even eat that evening snack because then I don't gorge myself. It keeps my metabolism running. And then I'm, you know, I don't ever feel like I'm starving myself. I don't feel like I'm quote unquote on a diet. So the secret to being able to do that is you have to have snacks and you have to have them readily available. So I encourage you, everybody out there, find some healthy snacks, whether they're the almonds that Adam mentioned or pickles, like I always talk about, or the flavored rice cakes, or I don't know, pick a snack, find any snack that you want. If you're trying to lose weight and you're not working out real hard and you just want to try to cut back a little bit initially, shoot for a hundred calorie snack as a good round figure. Why not? Um, but the secret is getting those snacks and putting them where you need them. I have snacks in my office. I have snacks at my house. If I drove uh, as part of my job, I would have snacks in my car. If I was a pilot, I would have snacks in the cockpit. If I was a sub pilot, I would have snacks in my submarine. If I w- oh, You get the idea. I won't belabor it. Um, if I worked in education in the IT department, I would have snacks in the server closet, Mark. And so uh, I recommend that. You can't, you, if you have to go buy the snack, you've already lost. You know what I'm saying? You've already missed the opportunity. So put those snacks where you can reach them. That's my, my, my one meal tip. And my exercise tip is mostly applicable to runners and walkers. Very quick, very easy. I call it direct deposit. A lot of people use direct deposit because it's easier to save. You can take part of your paycheck and you stick it in a savings account. Mark, do you do that by any chance? Absolutely. Adam, have you done that in the past? You, have you ever had that? Or does Leah do that where you take some money and automatically put it in a savings account? I know you're a saver. You probably didn't have to. Adam probably didn't need to do that because he's very disciplined about his money. That's a side note. All right. So here's the thing. If you do that, that money's there. It's done. If you want to get it out, you got to go get it. So I don't know. This is kind of a loose, <laughs> loose analogy, but I use it. I call it the direct deposit when I run. And what I do is, is I try to just get myself halfway through the workout I want to do. If I want to go four miles, I try to get myself two miles. Makes sense. Difference is I try to make that two mile, two miles from where I started. So I don't have an option except to turn around and run back or call Cheryl to come and get me. Um, so that's what I do. I try, if I can make it where I don't have like a, a lap or where I'm not coming back by the house, I do that. And I just focus on getting the two miles. I just got to get two miles or a mile or whatever it is. And when I get there, guess what? Super simple. Now I have to get back. And I have found time and time again, still thinking about doing four miles, thinking about doing two miles is something that's even, even more attainable. And as I've stretched my distances a little bit and started trying to go five miles and six miles, that's exactly the way I've done it. I've done three miles lots of time. Well, all I got to do is go three miles. I've done that a bunch of times. Well, now I just have to get back. 
And that's worked great for me. And so, Mark, you like to ride your bike, right? That's that's one of your things of, of preference. Right. So do you ever do that or do you typically run ride laps around around the building? Or what do you do? Typically, I bring it to work with me. We've got a nice, flat, smooth surface here. Uh, and where I live is all hills. And it's very discouraging. Uh, and that was, if I could throw a tip in there, it's do something that you can do. Right. Don't get discouraged by do, picking something that's too hard, especially when you're first getting started. So when I weighed 400 pounds, I shouldn't have been discouraged by the fact that I couldn't do a chin up. Right. Right. <laughs> still can't do a chin up. I'm working toward a chin up, but I still can't do it. Anyway, so, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, I'd stopped doing um, uh, around my house because it was so discouraging. I mean, I get less than a mile and, and I was exhausted because it's such a hilly area. So I started right. coming to work where it's nice and flat and smooth and I work at a school. So there's lots of parking lot and paved areas so I can ride there and I can do like three or four or five miles easier than I could do that half mile at home. So right. I bring my bike with me. It's always in the back of my truck every day. And I just park my truck in the South 40, walk to my office. And so I've got, I've sort of padded, I've built in my workout a little bit there. That's good. That's, that's a great idea. So um, next week, Mark, we're going to have Don Sullivan on the show. He's a guy that I know, a good friend of mine who's lost right at a hundred pounds. And he's going to talk about how he did that and maybe give us some tips and tricks and things that other people could do. Talk about his experience. And we're also going to have our very first pilot program person on there talking about how the first two weeks of being on the one meal, one workout philosophy has gone for her. And so I'm really excited about that to hear like you said, which things turned out to be good and which things turned out to be idiotic. So I'm, I'm really looking, looking forward to that. Um, Mark, this podcast, we're recording this and um, right now, obviously, and it is a part of a network of podcasts. Would you like to talk about that for a moment? Uh, Element OP Productions uh, is uh, the, the parent company. Uh, we have a number of podcasts, uh, primarily uh, around technology, but we're trying to branch out into other things. So you can find that at elementop.com. You can also find uh, our Twitter feeds and our Facebook feeds at uh, at those uh, various places, uh, twitter.com slash elementop. Uh, but the easiest place to find it is just uh, on our website, elementop.com. It's where you can subscribe to this show, find out more information. We have got uh, great forums there where uh, hopefully people will be uh, sharing advice and, and successes and even maybe some uh, disappointments and, and, uh, and just uh, – Anything, anytime you're going to do something like this, a lifestyle change, you should never do it alone. And so, yep. community uh, is important. The community at elementop.com is, uh, is your place. If, if everybody around you is, uh, fit and healthy and they don't understand what it's like to be fat and out of shape, come to our website. There will be people there. I understand what it's like to be fat and out of shape. So if nothing else, I'll be there. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, if you, if you are, also looking, if you're a Facebooker, you can go to uh, www.facebook.com, of course, forward slash one meal, one workout. That's the number one in both places. Like I always say, one meal spelt out looks like on me alone. So we didn't go that way. We went to number one, one meal, one workout. Uh, you can email me, Aaron, double A-R-O-N, as my granddad called me, uh, at one meal, one workout.com or go to the one meal, one workout.com website. We'll have a link back to Element OP as soon as I get in there and put one on it. By, probably by the time you hear this podcast, there will be a link to that. Uh, in fact, I know there will be, not probably. I, I stand by that right now. I'm committing to have a link <laughs> back to Element OP uh, by the time this show comes out. So anyway, pass the word um, that this is what we're doing. You know, it's a philosophy. It's, a, uh, it's an approach to food and fitness. It's not a particular diet plan or, or exercise plan. It's, you know, we're all on this journey together. 
you know, living in the, the greatest, fattest nation in the world. Uh, so look forward to some feedback. If you send us an email or comment on something like that, we'll bring that up in the next show and be glad to share it. So anyway, appreciate everybody. Thank you, Mark and Adam, and uh, look forward to next time. Oh, and as always, don't forget, before you make any changes, drastic changes to your health, uh, to your um, fitness plan or diet, you should consult a health care provider. All right, Aaron, we'll see you next week. See you, Mark. Mark.